comes in like a flood. The Spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against Him. I see the enemy coming in like a flood in our houses, in our churches, in our families. But what I don't see is the standard. People of God, where's the standard at? We're in a war, y'all. It's time to stand, y'all. The Lord gave the word, and great was the company of them that published it. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Welcome to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast that reaches around the world daily with the good news about Jesus Christ our Lord. I am your host, Bishop Fred A. Carwell Sr. Now lend me your ear, and let's go inside of Know Your Bible and hear God's life-changing word. Welcome to Know Your Bible. Today's message, Justified by Faith, Part 1. And now here is Bishop Caldwell. To the third chapter of the book of Romans. And we are going to take up at the 20th verse, Romans 3 and 20. And what we need to do is read on through till we get to the 28th verse. Romans 3, 20 through 28. If you're there, say praise the Lord. We're talking today about justification or justified by faith. Justified by faith justified by faith. Okay, let's read. Therefore, by the deeds of the law, wait a minute, am I, whoa, whoa. Come on, y'all. Okay, are we together? Verse 20. Is Is the volume too high? You can't hear me? I'm gone before you realize I said something? Y'all hearing? You were writing the subject down. Tell me anything. Tell me anything. Okay. (laughs) All right. Romans 3, 20 through 28. Let's read. Therefore, by the deeds of the law, there shall no flesh be justified in his sight, for by the law is the knowledge of sin. But now the righteousness of God apart from the law is manifested, being witnessed by the law and the prophets. Even the righteousness of God which is by faith of Jesus Christ unto all and upon all them that believe. For there is no difference. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God hath set forth to be a propitiation through faith in his blood to declare his righteousness for the remission of sins that are past through the forbearance of God. To declare, I say, at this time his righteousness, that he might be just and the justifier of him who believeth in Jesus. Where is boasting then? It is excluded. By what law? Of works? Nay, but by the law of faith. Therefore we conclude that a man is justified by faith apart from the deeds of the law. Now that's the bottom line. So we start with the bottom line first and build backwards. Therefore, we conclude 
that a man is justified by faith apart from the deeds of the law. Now to be justified is to be declared righteous. To be justified is to be declared righteous. Say that back to me. To be justified is to be declared righteous. Say that back. All right. So then to be justified is to be declared righteous. Now we conclude that a man is justified how? A man is justified by faith. Say I, I am justified, declared righteous by faith. All right. Now listen. To be justified is to be declared righteous in the sight of God by faith in Jesus alone. When I say alone, I'm talking about it is no way that you are going to be declared righteous in the sight of God apart from faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Now the opposite of faith is what? Works. So either today you think that you are justified in the sight of God either by works or by faith because as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So if you are working for salvation, then you are dealing under the law and therefore by the law shall no flesh be justified. Are we communicating? You cannot be declared righteous by working under the law because we have concluded the Bible says that a man is justified by faith apart from the deeds of the law. So you cannot work for salvation. That's why God sent Jesus and Jesus worked it out. Are we together? So therefore being justified by faith, justified by faith. So it is important to be justified in the sight of God, to be declared righteous in the sight of God in order to walk into God's heaven. And you cannot do that of your own strength. Are we together? Okay, now, so to be justified is to be declared what? Righteous. Okay, now let me, let me give you something right quick by way of laying foundation because we need to understand this because the average individual that you talk to either is justified by faith or that person is working for their salvation. If you're working for your salvation, then you make the cross of Christ of none effect, which puts you back up under the law of Moses. And if you are up under the law of Moses, then you are already condemned because that's the administration of condemnation. Now, wait just a moment. It does not mean that we become a law unto ourselves to do our own thing. Because if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. But the, the, the problem in the earth realm today is that the devil has caused so much havoc and confusion behind the issues of salvation until the average individual think that he or she will have to do something in order to obtain salvation from the Lord, which is a free gift. And if you try to work for it, then you've already missed God because on the cross of Calvary, Jesus said it is what? Finished. So you're either going to trust in his uh, shed blood for your redemption or you're going to trust in some little system that you're going to work up. Okay, you don't wear pants, you don't wear makeup, does not put you closer to God at all. So you cannot come up with your little system. 
It's got to be what God himself has done to affect salvation in the earth realm. It's either Jesus in heaven or rejection of him in hell. You cannot have both. So it is so very important to understand that to be justified is to be declared righteous in the sight of God. The eyes of him with whom we have to do. Now God is going to deal with each one of us individually. Yes, because he don't serve, God does not save people in groups. God is a personal savior through Jesus Christ. So everyone that has come to Jesus Christ had to have come to him because they heard of him. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing comes by the word of God. Now you are either trusting in Jesus only for your eternal security or you trusting in some little system along with Jesus, which means then that you're not really trusting Jesus because now you think you've got to do something in order to work for your salvation, which puts you out of grace and back into works. And if you're not offering animal sacrifice, you're already confused because that's what brought righteousness under the law of Moses. Are we communicating? Now, let me prove that to you, and let me show you where a lot of people are trapped, and they're trapped for a lot of reasons. One basic reason that they are trapped is due to ignorance, ignorance on the part of the ones that are sharing with them on a continual basis, and ignorance on their part because they are not giving themselves to the Lord in the scriptures to strive to understand what the Lord has said. So you're either declared righteous by faith in Jesus, or you are working for your salvation. If you're working for your salvation, you are in error. But if you have received what Christ has done, you are in grace. And law and grace are two different institutions. Are we communicating? Okay, now, I want you to turn to Isaiah 64 and 6. In Isaiah 64 and 6, the Bible says, For we are all as an unclean thing, and all our righteousness are as filthy rags. Now, you notice what it's saying here. Our righteousness, same as being justified. If you try to justify yourself in the sight of God, then your righteousness is as filthy rags. Are we communicating? Your righteousness is as filthy rags in the sight of God. Now, this is the person that has not been born again. This is the person in the Old Testament and even now that have not trusted Jesus' sacrificial death on Calvary for the remission of their sins. And anyone outside of Jesus has a righteousness which is equivalent to filthy rags. So you often hear today people saying, well, you know, um, uh, my righteousness, I, I, I ain't nothing but filthy rags in the sight of God. Well, no, 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 no. If you are born again, that ain't you. Because we just read that righteousness has come apart from the deeds of the law. A righteousness under the law was only attained to by people that brought animal sacrifice and did according to the will of the law of Moses. And even when they would have done all of that, their righteousness was still according to the works of the law. Ah, some of y'all been wanting meat. Now come on, eat it. Amen. Get your jaw bones moving around here. Boy, this is filet mignon. I mean, this is the top. This is caviar. 
Okay? But catch it in your spirit because your head can't handle it. Okay? Y'all been wanting something heavy. Give me something heavy, Lord. Well, by George, you've got it. Now, let me show you that your righteousness before you came to Jesus was as filthy rags. Right here, Isaiah 64 and 6. But we are all, say all, all. as an unclean thing. Now, I want to say something to bring this on out right here. An unclean thing and all our righteousness are as filthy rags. This ain't going to sound good, but I have to say it. I'm mandated to say it. And I don't want my sisters to feel uncomfortable, but that's what those rags are. Enough said. Now, I want to move to 2 Corinthians 5 and 21. And let me show you something here. Because of Jesus Christ and because you accepted Jesus as your Savior, this is how God sees you now. In 2 Corinthians 5 and 21. For he hath made him. This is God is the he who has made him who is Jesus. You got that? Who knew no sin to be sin for us. That we might be made the righteousness of God in him. So when we came and accepted Jesus as our Savior, we were declared righteous in the sight of God. Amen. Are you listening? That's why you must not allow the devil to tell you how rank a sinner you are now that you've been born again. No, 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 no. You are not a sinner if you have been born again. You are a saint of God. And when you sin, you're still a saint, but you're to confess your sins and have them, what? Washed away through the blood of Jesus. So our righteousness, listen, our righteousness is not based today upon what we do. But it should be seen based upon what we say. If we say that we're born again, then our deeds ought to be righteous. That's the proof that we are who we say we are. Are you listening? All right, now. So then, therefore, we, by the grace of God, might be made the righteousness of God in him. The in him is in Christ. So it ain't no way that you or I can come up with a system that's better than the one that God has. You're either saved by grace through faith in Jesus only or you're working for salvation. If you're working for salvation, you're already filthy rags that can't get clean out of your own effort. Now, when I was a babe in Christ, I struggled a long time because I had nobody to teach me. The church I was going to, I, I, I didn't, I'm not saying I didn't learn anything. But what I'm saying is that what I got did not really affect me in the way that it needed to affect me. Now, the grace of God, same grace that taught me back there and kept me back there is teaching me up here and will teach me on tomorrow as I am yielded to listen to him. But what I'm saying, you see, God has assumed the responsibility for all of us. 
That's why when you came to Jesus and accepted him, and if you were honest in your intentions, he declared you at that point righteous. Now, when I was a baby in Christ, I didn't feel saved. You know, I, I didn't feel saved. You know, it was a feeling thing. And I didn't feel like my prayers were answered. But if I woke up on a good day and I heard a robin singing in the tree outside, it was a good day. I was saved because I felt like it was a good day coming on. But if I woke up with one of them bad days in front of me, I didn't feel saved. So therefore, in my mind, I was not saved. How many of y'all can identify with that? So you see, by having uh, ignorance in that area, it opens a door for Satan to come in, and this is basically what he'll say. How do you know you're saved? You don't feel saved, do you? You say, no, I sure don't feel saved, come to think of it. He say, that's because you ain't saved. And you know what I found out? The devil never did bother me one moment when I, when I was out there in that club shaking everything I had loose. He never came to me and say, hey, boy, you ain't saved. No, the dude didn't want me to even get the word saved in my mentality. He waited until I called on Jesus. Then the dude showed up and said, you ain't saved. And the reason that he does that is because he wants to cause confusion. And you know what? He succeeds. And that's why a lot of people get into these cults. You know, somebody tell you, okay, ladies, your high heels are too high. Then they think because they wear pumps, God is pleased. They think that if they don't wear makeup, God is pleased. So now they create a little system. It's either the law of Moses or the grace of God. Now, to be justified in the sight of God can only be attained by faith in Jesus only. Not your church membership, uh, uh, not your tithing, not your giving to the poor, not your writing a check to the 700 Club. You cannot be declared righteous on this earth in the sight of God by anything that you do, period. So if you're thinking that you're going to justify yourself sooner or later in the sight of God, when you come up with the right combination, you miss God. Now go back to Romans 3. In Romans 3 and 20, now I'll pull down through here. And commencing at verse 20. Therefore, by the deeds of the law, see, the deeds, the works of the law. See, under the law, to be declared righteous, you had to bring a sacrifice. Today, the only sacrifice that's acceptable to God is the sacrifice of his people presenting their bodies as a living sacrifice. And a broken and contrite heart. And a spirit that is broken, yielded, ready to be poured out, is acceptable unto God. When your heart is broken today and on, on the altar 
of sacrifice and tears are shed because of the wickedness that's in this world, then it's well pleasing to God. That you would go forth weeping, bearing precious seed. Doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing your sheaves with you. When your heart is broken over the sin that's in this world, then that's well pleasing to God. But if you out there shaking everything you got with those out there that are shaking everything they got, then God ain't pleased with your walk. Because your talk is not commensurate with your walk in the Lord Jesus Christ. So everyone that's justified by faith is called upon to live by faith. Apart from the deeds of the law. See, so it's an insult to God to call on Jesus and receive Jesus as your savior and then try to work for your salvation. Because the man on Calvary's rugged brow said it is finished. You either accept that and walk in the glory or reject it and go into the flame. Now listen, let me tell you something. It ain't just enough to say this. Boy, down in the very innermost recesses of your being, you got to believe that you are headed into eternity with Jesus only. Now that separates the men from the boys and the girls from the ladies and those that are wise from those that are crazy. <laughs> Hallelujah. Verse 20. Therefore by the deeds of the law there shall no flesh, say no flesh. No flesh. no flesh be justified in his sight. For by the law is the knowledge of sin. Now that's why, that's why God gave us the law. He gave us the law to give us the knowledge of sin. See, if God had not said thou shalt not commit adultery, then we wouldn't have known what adultery was until God said don't do it. Come on now, you know the very thing you told not to do, that's what you want to do. God said you can freely eat Adam of every tree in the garden, but of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, don't eat of it. Now you know what he wanted to eat of? The tree that God told him not to. So what the law of Moses does, even today, is that it gives us the knowledge of what sin is. And see, what the word is not against, we shouldn't be against. And that brings me right back to square one. Who said that women had to wear low heel shoes? Now, if you weigh 400 pounds, you know you can't wear them AAA spikes. You'll be down there before you realize it. Now, don't nobody get offended here. I'm just, you know, just going through here. But do you get my point? I mean, you can't let somebody put you under the system when God has saved you by grace. You're free. If you want to take your mascara and put a, a bullseye right in the center of your nose and make your whole face a bullseye, you're free to do that. I don't know if anybody want to sit next to you, but at least you're free to do it. But we're not free to sin. We're not free to live in sin. Read my lips. We are not free to live in sin. How shall we then that are dead to sin live any longer therein? So I am not saying you're free to do your thing. You have been set free. I have been set free to do God's thing. What is God's thing? To lift up Jesus. In our living and in our lifestyle and all that we do and say. Okay. See, now, because men don't believe this, what they have said is that 
it ain't just enough to say Jesus coming to my heart. I mean, you got to do more. So now they've come up now with another system, plan B. But I tell you in the words of the Apostle Paul, be strong in the grace that's in Christ Jesus. And to be strong in grace is to know that you got enough room to error. Oh, preacher, don't say that, preacher. Yes. Grow in grace. You're going to hit it sometime. Get up, confess up, and move up. See, a lot of you are looking for perfection in yourself. It ain't there. It's in Christ Jesus. Okay, now moving on. So by the laws of knowledge of sin, Romans 3 and 21, but now the righteousness of God, you see that? The righteousness of God, not the righteousness of the denominations, but the righteousness of God. Apart from the law is manifested, being witnessed by the law and the prophets. You remember when Jesus went up on the Mount of Transfiguration in Matthew chapter 17, he met two Old Testament prophets there, Elijah and Moses, and they talked about him. They talked not about him, but they talked to him about the things that would be accomplished through his crucifixion on Calvary. Today's message, Justified by Faith, part one. FC 1042 FC 1042 is now available on CD for only $5 and it may be purchased by calling Know Your Bible at 318-938-1885 or you can mail in your request to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana 71119 or email us at net. Greenwood Acres has a new website. You can go there to get ministry announcements, connect with the ministry, purchase messages and merchandise, and so much more. It can be found at gwafgbc.org. That's gwafgbc.org. We also have a new Know Your Bible video on demand page. You can access it from the website's main page. Just click on the Know Your Bible on demand link. We trust that it will be a blessing to you. Know Your Bible radio broadcast is now available as a podcast. You can listen to Know Your Bible through Apple Podcast, Google Play Music, and Spotify. Simply search for Know Your Bible or Bishop Caldwell in either app. Tap the subscribe button and Know Your Bible will come to you automatically each time an episode is posted. Enjoy! Now the question is... Wonder-working power in the blood of Jesus. The power in the blood of Jesus on the cross at Calvary is God's resolution to the redemption of every lost sinner forever. Today is the day of salvation and now is the acceptable time because tomorrow is not promised. So believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved in your house. For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord Jesus shall be saved. Jesus said, come. The Father says, come. The Holy Spirit says, 
Come, and I say come. You need to come now. Now the question is, when will Jesus return? I was the chiefest of sinners, Paul says, and so say I. I called upon Jesus over 46 years ago, and he answered me, came into my heart, and brought with him the gift of eternal life. And he'll do the same for you if you call. Say these words to Jesus. Say, Jesus, I believe you are Lord. Come into my heart. I believe that God raised you from the dead. I accept you now, Lord, as my personal Lord and Savior. If you said those words, and if you mean those words, they are recorded in the 10th chapter of the book of Romans, verse 9 through 13. Welcome to the household of faith. Much, much love to you. Hello, this is Bishop Carwell, and this is the Know Your Bible radio broadcast. The world needs Jesus now more than ever before. And you can help us to reach the world for Jesus Christ. I ask for you to pray for what the Lord will have you to do as it relates to financial support toward Know Your Bible. And then send your gifts of love to Know Your Bible, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. That's the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. We also welcome your prayer requests and your praise reports. So until we meet again right here on Know Your Bible, you pray for me and I'll be praying for you. And guess what? We'll all be prayed for. Much, much love to you. Now I see.